I am still sick. It's been a month. But there's something wrong with you. You're, like, have you been to the doctors? Yeah, you got me to take off my pants, strip down naked, bend hey. over. I just wow. Could you get me an appointment? <laughs> <laughs> hearing this? I sound bad. I sound like a pack-a-day smoker. Considering at the moment with the way the world is, I don't think you should be allowed out. And why are you here? Can I see your your swipe, your nasal swab? I'm just hearing you super spreading, my boy. So <laughs> trying to take down the country folk. No, I'm negative. The doctors just have no... They have some antibiotics. Have a great day. Excuse me. Those poor doctors that have been working now for, what, two years straight. They haven't even had a day off. They're exhausted. Of course they're going to fuck up. They're like, oh, here comes Mikey. Here oh, come. What's his problem? Do you know, his problem as, again. As a doctor, I'd see you walk in. You're young. You're fit. You're attractive. I'd be thinking, oh, not another one of those that... Pretendies, you know? What are you just looking for another day off for workers' comp or something? I think you're a bludger, to be honest. This is what I'm getting at. You shouldn't be sick, you're young. I swear my bosses thought I was budging. I got a I got a sick note from the doctor just to let... I still worked, but I wanted to get a note just to verify the fact <laughs> that I actually was sick. Okay, so the note says, um, excuse me that Mike is crap at his job today. <laughs> yeah, is that what... It, is that like a he might be crap at his job today note? A little bit. I just wanted them to know this is real. What I'm telling you is real because I've been sick oh. for so long now. Because you're young and you're attractive, in my mind, it's all in your head. I would be straight up thinking, this guy is a pretender. What's the whole oh. hypochondriac? Thank you, Wayne's here. I would just go, what a hypo. Because when you're 20, you should never be sick. I was never sick. I wasn't sick once. I must admit, when I hit my 50s, you feel like it all fell apart. I call bullshit that you're not sick. You were at every single club. Actually, you know what? Rewind. It makes a lot of sense that you're in a a club every single weekend, probably licking the walls and licking anything you could get your tongue on. I think it makes sense. Your body is probably made up of the most intense, beautiful bacteria organism landscape the world would ever see. That's funny because I once did a uni class on pathology and we all had to get our hand and rub it on an agar plate so agar is those red dishes you see in so it's actually liquid blood right and they grow stuff on it to see bacteria as where so if they take a swab out of your nose they grow it on agar plates for the bacteria to grow and we were there and everyone put that in the little heating tray you come back and she went oh my god look at this filthy who owns that one i didn't put my hand up and admitted it i denied that I was like number 172 because she made such a uh, like and everyone else had a few a little bit mine it looked like an ecosystem had <laughs> for thousands of years to get that yeah I think you're like Mr Burns all your illnesses just balance each other out and in my mind I'm telling the girls that were sitting at my table did I not wash my hands after I pissed I don't know like, like why was mine so bad compared to everyone else's you any home remedies well there's lots but it all depends on what you've got a cold. Yeah, but that's nothing that's going to cure a cold. So the whole idea is you should keep yourself warm. So you're meant to warm yourself up. So you're going to cook the virus. Oh. And that's what your body does by making a temperature. So your temperature is your body's way of saying, there's a virus in me, so let's cook it up so it kills it. So do you then by that believe that if you go outside with no clothes on, you'll catch a cold? No. Okay. Yeah, because that's, what are you catching? You, going outside in the cold could lower your immune system and open you up to be susceptible right. for a cold. Yeah. But being out in the cold's not going to make you sick. Still have to but have the then virus. It, but then it changes on the other side when the pneumonia and other things can be caught. I could, it, there is multiple. 
multiple things, but the cold is just a virus. Okay. So really what you should be doing is that dumb old thing of like Vicks on your chest because it opens your cavity, helps your breath. Sure. But it does, it's heating your body. So you, then you're putting layers on, so you're sweating. Do you get sick often? What's your vibe with the cold? You get the cold? I'm a great, uh, me, I'm like, you know, Brad Pitt when I'm sick, I think. I'm like a joy. <laughs> don't you dare give way in the microphone. <laughs> I don't get sick that often. No, but when you do, it's like bubonic plague. Yeah. Has come. Yeah. I get sick. He, he suffers like man flu, like there's no tomorrow. I wouldn't. I think you're the man flu. No, yeah. you're the man flu. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. You know what I find in this house? Everyone else is sick and I take care of everybody. But like the mother, <laughs> whenever I'm sick, I'm not as sick as everybody else or not allowed to be sick. So I just have to soldier on through life. Yeah. I feel like you're a bit of a soldier with it. I'm a complainer. I'm a constant complainer. That is my whole thing. That's his MO. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm too cold. I'm hungry. That's too hot. That's too cold. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, That's 100%. not what I wanted. That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, chronic complaint. We are too, the more and more we do this podcast. You two are actually cut from the same cloth. It's weird. You're just three decades apart. <laughs> What? That's so rude. <laughs> Age reveal. Yeah, I was going to say, Mikey's not that young. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised, old man. But Tom beautiful. loves his chicken soup when he's sick. Oh. Or mashed potato. Yeah, i got to disagree but, with you there, Chief. My comfort food does not lie in the mashed taters. I think that's the worst way to consume a tater. Correct. I like correct. mashed potato, don't I? I just, I think it was the only thing my mother couldn't destroy. <laughs> She's a mashed potato. <laughs> Like you've got a very nice home to be sick in right now with the fireplace here, got the country breeze. I didn't feel well when I was sick the other week and I had the flu, what, four days straight. At the moment, if I'm not doing something, I feel guilty. Right. Yeah. But there's so much to do out there. You yeah. saw how much to do. So yeah. being sick is more annoying. Mm. But when you're sick in Point Cook, oh, well, you're sick. What difference? Whether you lay there or you lay there. So I think. Yeah, I think being around the city environment, it's really hard to not be sick. Oh. Like the trains that in the train. morning. Oh. oh my goodness. It's wall to wall again, like COVID never existed. People are wearing masks, but good. Even I'm guilty of coughing my lungs out on the train the whole time. Because <laughs> what? I've been sick for a month now. There's no chance I can take all that time just to work from home. So I've got to go to work. I've got no comforts in this, in this old cold time. I think it'd be terrible to go home to an empty cold house when you've been sick at work all day. I think that would be depressing to, you know, when you just feel like shit and you've pushed your way through the day and all you want is some to tell you oh. I'd be more annoyed if I had a roommate to go home the way I've been feeling lately if I had a roommate ask me a bunch of questions ask they want to watch a movie no I'm kind of liking at the moment the fact that I'm sick and I can crawl up on my couch and sound awful I sound like a dinosaur the way I'm coughing and I can throw my tissues on the ground wherever I need to until I feel better I like that okay. no pressure of having people around yeah I'd be scared I'd die in my sleep what happens if I choke who's going to help me I think about that all the time Living by myself, I think, oh, no, they're not going to find me. Yeah. How many days do you think? Um, you know what? The last time I went off the grid from mum and dad, I was out on a night out and I said to mum, oh, I'll call you when I get home. But then I ended up, instead of going back to her house, I ended up going all the way back to my house at like 1am in the morning. And the next morning I put my phone off. For the first time since mum had her sickness, I'd put my phone off. Normally I keep it on at night so in case I get mm. a phone call, I can answer it. I thought, you know what? I just want to sleep. So I turned it off and I woke up the next morning at 12 
I turned my phone on and there was something like 60 missed calls. And then I hear a knock at the door and a girl that I dated's mum was downstairs just to make sure I was okay. Your mum rang her? My mum rang my best friend who then rang her because she was in the area and she drove around. So if I were to die in the home, I think within hours mum would find me. Yeah, that's really bad because we talked about that once. I think if I didn't hear from Jade within a day, I'd look for her. Yeah. But taking it to go 10 days before I'd send the police. Tenner. Mm. Wow. I'd ring her eight times and the final message would be, if you don't fucking call me, I'm calling the police. And then she'll call me back. Oh, I've been so busy, Susie. Such and such and such. But we were laughing about that. Like, yeah, but maybe not 10 days. Yeah, it'd be a good week. If I sent Tegan a message on the Monday... Yeah, I wouldn't contact the police until the following Tuesday. But if Jade hadn't called me back by that day, yeah. I would then be no. thinking, or even a text saying, hey, out, call you later. Like I would have got acknowledged that I've yeah. I've spoke to her. Yeah. Yeah. Zach would go, what does I say, Zach? About 24 hours, I think. Yeah. 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 He'd yeah. see the message, but oh, I forgot. You know, like he said, he'd answer the second message. Like, yeah. My parents and I call each other almost every single day, and it's good on my terms. Then it can be intrusive. Like this morning, I got home from work last night at about twelve thirty in the morning, and Dad calls me bang on nine. You just woke me up, and I get to the other end of Dad. Oh, you're still sleeping. Oh, sorry, mate. Anyway, so how's your morning going? He's ready to go for the conversation. If I stay at mum's house on the weekends for work, every time, 8.30 a.m., and I love it, and I'm going to miss it one day when I'm not living even a little bit at home. Mum will come in, 8.30, knock on the door, and if I don't answer, she'll open the door anyways. That's what mum does, and ask me if I want to go for a walk. There's no boundaries with me and my parents. It's kind of sweet. No, that's okay. But it's, it's each child's different, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I know that Tegan still loves me, but I know that her life is, yeah, she'd be too busy. You know, like I'm not the first priority. Yeah. Yeah, right. Well, I'm sorry that you're sick. Thank you so much. I really needed that from you. I was sick when I was a kid. Before I was five, I went to hospital twice. My appendix and my tonsils, you know, like those things. Yeah. And I've never, and then I never went again until when was it? Last year? The year before. The first year of COVID. That was the first time you went back to the hospital. First time I ever had to go into a hospital for me, for someone to. Once Wayne called an ambulance on me, but I refused to get in. (laughs) Refused, point blankly. They were there with the trolley, go, get fucked, move away. Don't come near me. Yep. What'd you do? Well, the ambulance said that I was awake enough to refuse, so they couldn't take me. Right. Yeah. Did you get cranky? Yeah, everyone got cranky at me. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm not getting in an ambulance. I didn't want one ambulance. I don't need an ambulance. I knew if I got in that ambulance, some prick was going to prick me. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> that wasn't happening. Yeah, because you know, you heard the story about me being in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I actually got off the bed and called the doctor a lying bastard and yep. said, you'll say anything to buy another Mercedes. And, <laughs> and then when I went the next time, I kicked his equipment all over the room. Well, he tapped me on the arm, the anesthesiast, but she was only tapping it to bring a vein up. But when he tapped me, my leg went, boom, and he had a tray there that had all of his equipment, and that all went on the ground that they had to go and get the nurse to get all new equipment because yeah. ki- I kicked the tray all over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I told the man I had to get off the bed because they all looked so angry that I don't trust them what they're going to do to me when I was asleep. <laughs> yeah. I had to make them promise me that they weren't angry anymore. <laughs> You've got hospital anxiety. I'm hoping to know that there's at least seven places out there that have got my picture at the front saying like warning we had to stop that 
podcast because you kept getting sick. I was sick of the phlegm and the grossness. Yeah. I hate listening back to those episodes as well because I was so sick and I remember how bad I was. I thought you were hypo, but now I understand because a day later, I have never been that sick in my life. You made me so sick. For two weeks. I felt so bad for you. I ended up having that sickness for about two months. Well, I'm, being, I'm looking at my phone. Not once did you send me a text saying, oh, sorry. Bullshit. You just didn't oh, respond no, you did to me. You yeah. Did <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was too sick and I think I was angry. Yeah, yeah. I would have been angry to me too. I really thought you were like, oh, I thought, oh, here he goes again. The little wine and bitch, you know. I've never been that sick in my life. Crumbled, right? I was convinced I had COVID. I was worried for you. I thought, oh, no, I've left him out in the country with this, this sickness that I've been. What happens if I died? I, I know. I would have had to take that to my grave. Would have you cared? Oh, yeah. I'd have gone to the funeral for sure. I'd have been, God, oh, I'm not having a funeral, so that's you don't have to worry about I would have thrown that. one for you. Don't worry about it. All covered No, there's no way in hell. I do not want to have a party when I'm not there. I have FOMO as it is. <laughs> and the thought that people are getting together to celebrate me dying, it just does not excite me at all. No, thank you. I've already thought about it. When I texted you saying, are you okay? My mind was already spiraling to, oh, no, now we've got to do a Tom and Mikey episode, the best of, in memory of Tom <laughs> After Mikey's <laughs> murdered him with his flu he's given him. I was so nervous. Yeah, because the next day I woke up and I said to Wayne, I've got a sore throat. Yeah. And I remember thinking, no, I don't. I'm pretending. I took started taking vitamin C and echinacea. Woke up on the Monday morning. I have never been that sick. Yeah. And I got it five days later on the Friday after we met. Jeez. Yeah. But that had to be a different sickness. Maybe. Because I didn't they think- can cook. No, come on. Yes. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Five days later, that would have been some idiot on the train that coughed Maybe. on the back of you. That's true. Yeah. I blame Mikey. I, I would too. I didn't <laughs> think I was sick at that stage because I'd already been sick for a month. At, at that period. Yeah, actually, I think about that. How dare you, in this day and age, how had you even come near me? I, I thought I was on the way out because it had been a month. And so I thought, I'm not sick anymore because it's been a month. Who's sick for a whole month? But then you just said you had it for about two to three weeks. So this you- was a long surviving one. I ended up being sick for another month on top of that, right up until just before I left for bar. Did you go to work? My bosses wanted me to work from home and continue to work because we're doing this massive campaign. But they also wanted me to take days off. Too, but I've just started, so I barely even accrued anything. So I was I was taking days off when I needed to, but I also needed to do some work. So because I was sick, I, and I think like I'd spend two days on the couch whining. Yeah, and then I think, all right, I feel a little bit better. I'll get out and clean the chicken shed, and just doing anything that knocked me down again for three Thank days. You. Then yeah. I was like, okay, and I thought I'm feeling better, and I thought oh, I can't go to like my gardening course. Oh god, yeah, yeah, it just took you out of everything, right? Well, yeah, I was worried about making them because they're all anti vaxxers scared I'd yeah. make them sick. Yeah. So it's weird because it's a different <laughs> climate now where we're at because COVID's just been, it's pretty much not a thing in Australia anymore, is it? Like there's no more Well, technically it's still COVID, but oh, the yeah, government's you know decided I mean. you don't have to isolate. Yeah, so it's great. Like no one's wearing masks on trains anymore in the office spaces, people coughing in the cubicle. And I'm thinking, why am I turning up for work when I can hear you coughing at the other side of the office? Mm. What am I doing here in this death trap? Like nothing. Yeah. Shocker. But that's society. Yeah, we just kind of forget about things yeah. and move. Yeah. But also being sick, sometimes we've still got to keep moving. Yeah. We, we can't stop, you know. Look, yeah. I try, but like like you were saying, you do something for a couple of days and then you just tank again. Yeah. And I remember I work from home Mondays and Fridays and then the Tuesday I'd commute to work and I'd do the three-hour total. And by the end of that day, the next morning I'd wake up feeling rugged. Yeah, wipe you out again. Yeah. Yeah, I remember at one stage there thinking, Wayne's going to think I'm pretending – yeah. Just so I can lay on the lounge and watch more yeah. TV. Yeah. Not not pretending, but I'd get up and, oh, yeah. yeah. 
That's what I thought with my boss as well. I was thinking, oh, they're, they're going to fire me here because they're not believing that I've been sick for over a month straight now. I only just got better towards the end of uh, getting to Bali. See, I'm, I'm shaking my head about that. If you've been sick and you haven't been at work, you don't have a right to go on to No, I was, I was at work. I was still going. It was a couple well, of days yeah, off yeah. here and there. Yeah. Hey, the holiday's booked, holiday's booked. I haven't got the money to, to cancel that bad boy. So what are we meant to do? That's the thing. What are we meant to do in this climate? Because we've been in this whole era of don't shake hands, don't touch anyone, don't even look at them, wear your mask. And now I still wear my mask on the train, but no one else is wearing their masks. But at the same point, I'm going to a but club But do you wear the, the shit mask? I wear the N95. Okay, I'm well, because otherwise oh, yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah, so you reckon the surgical ones do nothing? Nothing. Really? It doesn't stop you from catching it. Does it just stop from giving? Is that how that works? It, 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 about 80%. If you've got it, it's grabbing the cold, but to protect yourself from it, it does nothing. Right. So Jay tells me. Yeah, see, I'm scared as well going into summer. It's impossible to wear a mask during summertime. You just sweat a storm. We're less likely to get sick in summer, but. That's true. That's true. Jim Nana ever tell you those things about going outside in the rain, you'll get pneumonia and wearing an undershirt? I'm sure she tried. She didn't speak English though, so I was kind of just going with what her eye contact was saying, you know? Yeah, well, I had a... Good old Irish nana that used yeah. to always want me to wear an undershirt, which was like a singlet. Yeah, right. You know, like a, underneath my – because I'd catch pneumonia and die. Yeah. Also about wearing clean underwear in case I ever got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> Still worries me. What does that even mean? You know well, what, two lots of skid marks? Yeah, correct. It's, it's about like <laughs> – but I think that had more to do with them looking bad. Like they don't, oh. they don't want they don't want to go to hospital and you look like you've got dirty underwear on because that makes them look bad. Here's what I get confused about with the old underwear thing: Why were they white for the longest period of time? Because mm. then you know they're clean. That's gross, man. Imagine really? if you had black ones on. You don't double up the underwear though. You, you wash. You, yeah, people you are dirty. Done. Let me tell you. Really, I, I change my underwear every day. Yeah, Sometimes me too. That'd be gross. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. Even when I went to Bali, and we're on a holiday. I still bought thirteen pairs of underwears for ten days. You know? Yeah, like, I, I would too. Because I'd be worried. That I was gonna, you get the barley belly, and suddenly, yeah, yeah you're uh, burning through two pairs of underwear an hour. I can remember being in Cambodia, and we had to travel from one place to the other, and I'd been sick for days. I, I laid in the bath, and it was coming out both ends, Ooh. and I put my head up near the shower and my ass down near the plug bit. <laughs> so I was that sick. So as you went, Bleh, it come out of both sides. <laughs> I used to just turn my hand up and turn the shower on so it would wash the vomit and poo off. <laughs> <laughs> She's self sick is so different to the cold sick because people can mm. recognise you've got cold sick, but I've been struggling with that at work <laughs> of of the shit yourself sick. I you can't say to your boss, "Hey, I am exploding." Out I reckon that's hands. the best way. That's the best excuse because if you say to someone, oh, "I've got a cold," well, when you come back, you still got to have a runny nose. Sure, but if you've got diarrhoea, your boss ain't going to say, "Oh, let me check." Sure, <laughs> you know, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah don't forever. get sick. Don't get sick. That's that's the end. That's a great rap for this podcast. But I think you've got <laughs> don't get sick. No, you've just got to learn to keep your sickness to your fucking self. Mm. You're I'm a dirty sorry. little filthy bugger. Don't I'm your sorry. Yeah, well, you know what? I thought I was better and then I took you down and I'm sorry about that. That's all right. Then I went to school and took all the anti-vaxxers down. <laughs> there you go. Do you think no, you're doing a favour for That's their fault. Creepy Andy, what have you learnt? I've learnt not to go near Mikey. Yeah, it's fair. When, when I'm like the cootie kid. I'm like the lice kid. Yeah, when oh, tells you he's sick. Yeah, you were that kid at school, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah. He didn't look sick when he arrived to my house, no. did he? And then he, he's kind of, you could see you're going down and then you're doing the... Uh, 
Well, he came here first and we drove to your place together and he was hiding it very well. Like he mentioned that he'd been sick. Yeah. But it was all very well hidden until we got to your place and then it was lozenges and it was... No, it was when as soon as I had a drink, I had a couple of drinks and my body just crumbled. Oh, that's what I just thought you were that one drink, one drink. I give him two drinks and he's... (laughs) Then he falls down. No, yeah, I crumbled hard. So don't drink when you're sick. That should be a learning. It is a learning. No, that's wrong. That's terrible advice. When you're sick, pure tequila because nothing can survive. In yeah, that. yeah, it'll kill it. Yeah, kill the bugs. I always said if you had a stomach bug, the best thing to do is go and get maccas afterwards because nothing can live in that. You reckon? Yeah. Oh. Maccas is the best after sick recovery meal. I thought it was white rice or something. You know? oh, While you're sick. Oh, I mean, that's oh. what the doctor says, but that's boring. Right. <laughs> Andy's right on there. Good old junk food. Good old kebab and a can of Coke. Fixed anything. You heard it here first, Tom and Mikey Podcast, your medical experts. Don't forget to go follow Tom and Mikey on Instagram and Facebook at Tom and Mikey. Trust me, you don't want to miss out on the gossip. It only gets hotter.